0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Not Your Cable News with your host, me, Diamond Dave. Hey, we've got a uh, special guest tonight uh, for Sports Page, and uh, she is listening um, as we uh, as we talk right now. But uh, um, we will call her um, the Great uh, Doc um, <laughs> Nikki Lee. Um, so, oh, n- <laughs> see, we, here we already go. She's got plenty to say about my bullshit. So. Um, I I want to uh, give a little background of uh, how I came about to know the greatest sports person in the world that I uh, have ever met, the most knowledgeable and uh, uh, probably the most beautiful sports person I've ever met in my life because, let's face it, Mike Tyson is not that fucking pretty. Um, Neither is Hulk Hogan. I love Terry Belay, but uh, his daughter's hotter than he is. So, anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Several years ago I was in a hotel lobby masturbating in oh, a magazine.
1: doesn't <laughs> work? No, not even close. but okay.
0: <laughs> and uh, so it was on election night um 2018, right Nikki? November
1: 6,
0: 2018. There we go, right? So, um <laughs> I'm sitting in a hotel bar. Uh because I used to travel quite a bit for my job. And, uh, of course, we're in a hotel, and so everybody is watching the election results. When in walks this girl with scrubs <laughs> slams her phone on the counter, and I can't understand why nobody's watching the fucking basketball game. Um, it was that that moment that I realized that this was someone very special, and, uh, <laughs> May, may, maybe Special Olympics, but uh, um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's one open bar stool in the bar. She sits down to my left, and she's cussing at all of us watching the fucking election results because she can't understand how anything in the world could be more important than the Kentucky basketball game that's about to come on. And <laughs> we're a bunch of fucking pussies, and so on and so forth. A um, little more deeper into that. I had, and uh, it turned out to be nothing, but I had just been diagnosed with what they called a genial brain tumor. I was scared out of my mind, didn't know what the hell that meant, and here I had this girl that is uh, in scrubs that sits next to me, and uh, through the course of the night, and uh, probably I don't know what it would take me, 15 minutes to ask you if you are a nurse. Um, I thought
1: it was about 33
0: <laughs> seconds, but that's okay. So I asked her, you know, I said, hey, you a nurse, maybe you can answer some questions for me, and... Uh, Her response to me was, no, I'm a motherfucking nurse practitioner. That is not what I
1: said. That is not what I said. You said, are you a nurse? I said, no, I'm a nurse practitioner. And you have to understand that it was my first real job as a nurse practitioner. I was so excited that I was not just a nurse anymore. Not that just being a nurse is not good. But I was so excited. And I was just so excited that somebody actually asked me and that I could actually say that and not be lying or anything. And so... I did not say motherfucking nurse practitioner, and it makes me sound really, really, really shallow when you say that. You know, <laughs> that's okay. Go
0: ahead. Well, it is what it is, Nikki. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, so we we watch a basketball game on her phone, um, and who were they playing?
1: Okay, so it was the it was the Champions Classic, and Kansas was playing Michigan State, and Kentucky was going to play Duke. And Duke in Kentucky was the second game, but it was getting ready to be the first game. And so we watched Michigan State and Kansas, and then I left and I went and watched Kentucky get destroyed by Duke um, at the second game. That was what happened. And it sucked. So, <laughs> that part sucked. The rest of the night was pretty good, but that part sucked.
0: So, um, <laughs> so even at that point, Kentucky struggled with Duke. And uh, oh. your, your favorite coach, Coach K. No. Oh. <laughs> so
1: the rat, the so,
0: is, yes. so, fortunately for you, this is uh, Coach K's last year. Yes. And you're celebrating not his retirement, but the fact that Kentucky won't have to ever play Coach K again. I'm
1: just celebrating the fact that I don't have to look at his <laughs> rat face. Ever again on a sideline. Now they will, you know, suck his dick on ESPN for the rest of you know eternity. And God forbid if he ever dies, because it will be a, a outpouring of accolades the world has never seen. But that's okay. I will get through. I will. I will make it through on DVRs real people playing ball and not having to watch dude. So you,
0: you don't think that Calipari could be uh, and I so I, know I said that just wrong but Calipari could be uh, Coach K's little brother?
1: Uh, no.
0: They look a lot alike.
1: Calipari is more of a used car salesman <laughs> um, and um, you know but Ratbink is just a rat thing. He looks like a little rat that is eating cheese in a corner, and he uses more ink black on his hair than anybody in the history of man. So thought so, I'm surprised he hasn't like, come up with some kind of cancer.
0: <laughs> so what do you think his uh, medical issue was last week?
1: Um, um <laughs> He didn't want to deal with the fact that they were getting beat. But they did come back, and then they won, even though I hate them. Uh, it sucked. I hated the game and um, all about it. But, yeah. He, you have to remember, this is the same idiot that took an entire season off because of a hip issue when he knew that they had a bad team. And so none of the losses that team experienced went on his record. He gave them to his assistant coach. (laughs) He's he's, he's just a wonderful human being.
0: And and, and who was was the first-round pick that year? Pardon me? The the, the fat fucker that... We made fun of him oh. here.
1: Uh, come, uh, come on. Come uh, on. He plays for the Pelicans. He's always hurt. Yeah. He, yeah. He's been hurt more than he's ever played. Um, oh my God. People, I'm not this dumb. It's just that he has to ask me questions and make me think of names that I can't think of off the top of my head.
0: So we we projected that 3 years ago that he was going to spend the majority of his NBA career on the sideline hurt because he was too big to be playing the position and and, I, and like you my my mind went blank um and since you're on my phone I can't even fucking google it right now so it's kind of dumb but uh, <laughs> but anyway um so um Kentucky is a uh, number 2 seed as of this morning in the uh in the uh, bracketology, going into uh, oh, what is it, a couple weeks away for the selection committee? Uh, does their deal? Um, um, they
1: they they're going to pick on the thirteenth, isn't it? The thirteenth, Sunday the thirteenth. Zion mm-hmm. Williamson
0: is that guy? Yes, Zion. I Zion.
1: Think of his yes. Name. How, how could we?
0: Zion... <laughs> Had his own picture. shoes. Had his own shoes before the whole. Well, yeah, because you, you
1: know you have to have a blowout on your 90s <laughs> you know, on national television, so you get you scholarship or get you a, or, uh, get you a, a deal. I <laughs> didn't <anything> like
0: that. <laughs> Every blowout I've ever had has been uh, resulted in a child. But uh, anyway. oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> nope,
1: not happening here. Okay. <laughs>
0: So, uh Kentucky at number two overall. Um, some pretty big upsets today. Um, my Gators. First one was the Florida game. <laughs> yes, Florida um, <laughs> happened to a
1: better bunch of people. Do you know that that was the first time that Florida has beaten that high of a, a right opponent on their home floor ever? Yes. In the history of yes. I thought that was pretty I thought that was pretty impressive. Um because, you know. That's, that's just pretty cool.
0: That, that's a pretty big deal for us Gators, right? Uh, but it does keep our streak alive. What is it, 16 in a row? with uh, I, thought
1: it was,
0: I thought they beat them 15. It might it, it it have
1: might, might, yeah, yeah, been home.
0: 15, whatever. Um, but I, I know we've we've got quite a streak. And uh, we uh, uh, kept it alive today um, on our home court. Um, the uniforms left a little bit to be desired. I didn't recognize Yeah, they the weren't gators.
1: pretty. They weren't. That, that's not a good one. They need to. They need to trash that we, and
0: we, start again. We, we need to go back to blue and orange. Um, I didn't know, yeah. even know who the hell it was.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really sad when you don't even know that what your that your team <laughs> who is playing and it's your your team. Right,
0: I, I was screaming for Auburn a couple times because I didn't know who the hell I even had the fucking ball. <laughs> well, there
1: you go. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, who who do you predict in the final four?
1: Oh God. It's it's really going to depend on how they how the bracket breaks down. I mean, I think that the top eight you know the top eight teams are pretty interchangeable as far as where they're going to be placed. Um, as far as you know, a one or a two. If, if they make Arizona a two and Kentucky a one, or Purdue a two and you know Arizona a one, or you know, it just depends. So, and because they try to get it regionalized, of course. Um, It's going to be it's difficult to say, but if it's just let's just put the teams that I think can make it. um, I think Gonzaga is going to have the easiest road because they're going to be out west, and and that that always is the easiest bracket. I don't know what anybody says. Um, I think that the Midwest bracket. Probably be one of the tougher brackets just because you have so many good teams in the middle of the country right now. And um, so I think that's going to be tough. But I don't know. Um, I'm going to, I want, if Kentucky's healthy, Kentucky will make it to the Final Four. If they're not healthy, they won't. They just won't. They've got to have their their two guards back. Um, I think if they're going to try to make Duke's. Path as easy as possible. I think that that's a, a very good possibility that they'll make it. And then it could be somebody. It could be somebody like Purdue. It could be somebody like Arizona. Um, but again, it's going to depend on. It's just going to depend on the matchups. But I'll go. I'll go with that right now. I'll go.
0: Who's um, a sleeper?
1: Who's a sleeper? Yep. I think Arizona is a sleeper. I mean, I know that they're in the top five right now, but I still think that they're a sleeper um, to win it all.
0: You think Kentucky has a chance against Arizona in the final?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If we're if we are healthy, we can beat anybody in the country. There's not a team that. I mean, we proved that by going to Kansas and destroying them on their home court. That
0: mm-hmm. wasn't even
1: a game. That was just a complete decimation
0: um Florida 16 64 32 what do you think what do you, what are they right
1: now I, right now they have to make the tournament I think they,
0: I think they solidified that today I think they solidified I don't, that I don't today. know
1: it's, it's going to depend I think on the next couple of weeks they've got a couple of games coming up that it would solidify it if they could if they beat Kentucky at home um on the last uh regular season game on March 5th that's that could put them that could easily be enough to get them in. They do have some really good quad one wins, but they can't lay an egg in any of their other games. They have to look competitive, and sometimes they have not looked competitive. No, we, we, away, we, we've we been... Away from home, they we, have not looked competitive. We,
0: we've been up and down and up and down all year, right? I mean, we we, right. we we showed up and played a couple games, and we didn't show up at a couple other games. So And, and
1: the about it is, is that Florida does have a really good team. Um, they really do. I mean, Castleton can play on with anyone, anywhere, anytime, but if he you know if the supporting uh, cast of characters doesn't show up and a lot of times it's like they go on the road and they just kind of lay down and they still have some road games to play and like I said, they, they can't they have to be competitive in every game they have to come out and fight
0: So, did you watch the game today? Yeah. Okay, so one of the things I noticed today, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you're the expert, not me, but... Uh, Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) We purposely went after uh, their number one player to follow them out early in the second half. Yeah. Do you see us doing that at Shibwe? Shibwe, or however you say his name. Shibwe?
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Um
0: because if, if we put if we take Sheboy and Tai Tai out you're in trouble I
1: I think that I think that the way that Texas A&M played Kentucky at when they played them at Texas A&M I think that that was the blueprint on what everyone else in the SEC has tried to do because they did they bodied Sheboy they made him uncomfortable he still got his double double but he didn't look good doing it and when people try to run with Kentucky and they don't get physical with them, uh, you know, off the glass, and they just kind of let them do their thing, Kentucky will, will destroy you. If you make if you make Oscar work hard and you make him, you know, not not comfortable. If you make him have to catch and then make a move to the basket without, you know, uh, getting the body on him or with, you know, just allowing him to shoot that little fifteen foot jumper that he has. It makes it very difficult, and uh, he. So they have to body them, but the issue with Florida is is that they don't have a huge amount of big bodies.
0: We have, we, so we, have we have them, we have we have zero depth. We have zero
1: depth. Right. It, it, right. It's, and so you don't have you have people. You don't have qual- the quality of people. It's kind of like in football for years, Kentucky. Kentucky would play these SEC opponents and they would see you know their first string could hang but then the second you know team comes in and the the other SEC teams they are still elite and you know and everybody you know on Kentucky's team their second string wasn't and that's one of the things that's happened with football in the SEC is that the um, like Kentucky has actually gotten better at the second and third, you know, you know, person coming off, you know, coming in off the sideline, and that has made them more competitive. They're not at the Georgia Alabama level, uh, but they're the, G- but they're. G- Jesus on of the it, s- you
0: know? Jesus of the South has a lot to, uh, you know. We, we have a lot to come over in the SEC with the uh, or overcome in the SEC with uh, Jesus of the South. Then I won't even say his fucking name because I hate him and you know that. Um, yes, I know.
1: <laughs> but,
0: you, you can call him Lord Saban. No, know, no, 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 I, not, that's too close, right? Maybe Lord S, but not Lord Saban because that's that's acknowledging you know. the fact that he lives here. Um, no, you know. <laughs> so you know, and and that brings up another point, right? To get not to get out basketball, but to get out basketball, right? FCC. National championships, we've been killing them all along, right?
1: Florida hasn't
0: had a team for several years, but Alabama, um, Georgia, LSU, LSU,
1: um,
0: you know. So you know we get A&M it, even A and M, right? And we've got a couple teams coming in, in the next couple of years. that are going to be just as competitive. It's going to be a lot of fun in the SEC. But right. um, how about Ed O, right? I mean, it's because of you that I'm a big Ed O fan, Ed Ogeron. Um, yeah, love me <laughs> I love him. I love him. He came from USC. He's sent some tweets out in the last few days uh, trying to kind of look. It looks like he's looking for a job to go back to work for under Lincoln Riley as a, in a recruiting position. Um I don't know. He could be I mean, an
1: analyst. He be an analyst. Yeah. I mean, he, he would be a really good analyst, and that might be the only thing that he can get right now. And and truthfully, with his office field issues, that it was the reason he stepped away from LSU in the first place, I don't know if it's going to be the best look um, for USC to hire him in, you know, like a defensive coordinator position or, you know, you know. Anything like that, but he could be an analyst and be behind the scenes. Now that you're not supposed to actually have contact with players when you're an analyst, but we all how know about, that they do. How, how about and cheerleader?
0: So, how about cheerleading recruiter? He, well,
1: honey, he would be having <laughs> sex with all of them. Well, but you know what? It's okay because it's Coach O. And he can go, okay. Right? I mean, and that'd did, be fine.
0: I mean, I, I love Coach O, but can you imagine sweaty Coach O over the top of you or behind you? I, anyway. Well, there's video of it. That's what's so
1: gross. I, don't, I didn't need to see that. I
0: didn't need to see him. I wonder I what you're watching, because awesome. I ain't seen that on Pornhub. Um. Uh, I'm telling you. I didn't need any part of that in my
1: life, but you know, it's all good. I still love
0: him. Uh, I mean, speak, he's still, speaking Speaking. Speaking of Power Five head coaches, how about Jim Harbaugh in Minnesota?
1: Oh, dear God. You talk about an idiot. So, if you don't have the freaking contract in your hand, you don't leave on National Science Day to go to a (laughs) job interview. Thank
0: you very much. He gave Michigan a big middle finger, said, I'm going to be the Vikings' next head coach. The Wolves didn't like him. He did nothing oh, for them at all. he's
1: crazy. <laughs> the man is insane. He's been insane since it, back. But his father coached at Western Kentucky. I'm just telling you, he. There is not enough ego in those. I mean, in the world, for how important he thinks that he is. I've I, I just, in the fact that he had to take a pay cut. Because he was almost ready to lose his job before, and then they end up going to the playoffs this year. Of course, they got their asses handed to them, but you know that's okay. They made it to the playoffs, so all of a sudden now he thinks that he's he he's gonna like just be Jesus and he's gonna be able to go and do whatever he wants. That's not gonna happen.
0: Did you see his contract? Did you see his new contract?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's $7 million a year, but you have to remember that that doesn't even come close to what um, Mel Tucker's making at Michigan State or what Ryan Day's making at Ohio State. What, what's, what, I mean, what's, what's Billy Napier? Mel Tucker what? hasn't done shit, and he got a $9 million contract thanks to Jimmy Sexton, who is his, his uh, but uh, agent.
0: Billy Napier and, got $34 million or whatever it was, right? Uh-huh. And uh, he's hired everybody he's ever had a beer with. And uh...
1: right. I'm sure you, you have been You stu- stepped foot In Louisiana At some point In your life Um Billy Napier could have actually passed you on an interstate or something while he was riding the back of his car, and, and so therefore, if you call him, I bet you you can get a job.
0: I, I'm I'm waiting for him to call me to be like their media relations guy or something. I don't fucking know, right? I love Billy Napier. I think he's awesome. I think. Oh, you know, I think he's going
1: to be a great addition. Uh, right, it's going to be awesome to watch Florida get back to some prominence because he actually wants to recruit. Unlike the lovely and talented Dan <laughs> Mullen, who is the most overrated human being besides Jim Harbaugh that ever lived.
0: <laughs> besides Jim Harbaugh, so how do you really feel about Harbaugh? So he got. Oh, the, I
1: think he's useless.
0: So you got the new contract. Do you think they're in the top five next year? Oh God, no. No. No.
1: No. Um, they lost. They lost every assistant coach that they have. In a court but
0: but why? But why? Because why? he was because a, his ego. Because he of his was ego on national science.
1: he was rude. He didn't talk to his coaches. He basically left them out there to, to hang, and then goes to get you know for, where he thinks the grass is going to be greener. And they and they've come out and said, "I did not feel like I was respected. I didn't feel like I was communicated with. I'm not going to work under these conditions." That's all that I need to know. I don't want to work for someone like that.
0: So that sounds a lot like Florida's problems. Florida had the same issues.
1: Mullen's problem yes. was yeah. that
0: he Mall, thinks right. he's
1: too good to recruit. Yep. Yep. He also thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room and that no one else in the world is, you know, can ever have a better opinion of anything that he would have. And so, therefore, he wouldn't listen to anyone who would tell him you might have picked the wrong qu- starting quarterback,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Felipe, you know, you got F- Kyle yep. Trask on yep. the bench, and you're starting Felipe Frank. Yeah. Kentucky's kicking your ass, and if Felipe Frank doesn't like break his whole leg off, it's <laughs> a Kentucky game. Kentucky beats him three years in a row, mm-hmm. and yep. Kyle Trask was literally two plays away from winning the Heisman.
0: Right. So, I what... mean, seriously, right. He,
1: he single handedly was Florida. Last not this past season, but the
0: season before. before, right, right, right. So, who do you think is the biggest flop of all the coaching changes
1: in uh, college Brian Harsin at Auburn. Really? It was a stupid hire. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna, stupid say, hire. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Lincoln Riley at USC. I, I think Lincoln Riley um, is over his oh, head. Oh, I, I
1: don't think that Lincoln Riley has a prayer at USC, and let me tell you why. Because he. Can't coach defense, and unless he gets the right person to coach a defense, at all, even at all. in the Pac-10, twelve, whatever you want to call it. I know it's a Pac-12. <laughs> you know, I, I'm old, but I'm I'm, I'm not that old that I've forgotten that they actually expanded. But even in the Pac-12, they play more defense than the big the Big Twelve. And what's going to happen is is that they're going to he's going to go, and he's going to it's going to be. He's going to win games. Don't get me wrong. They will win games because they're going to outscore people. But it's going to take a little time before they're back into national prominence. And if he doesn't make the right um, coordinator hires, he is not going to be.
0: So, what, what do you think? USC gives him two years, three years, five years to get his shit together? Or they, they want. Well, they
1: played Helton five years and he didn't even deserve the job. <laughs> I mean, they. They gave Lane Kiffin his time, and that was a unmitigated disaster.
0: You know, I mean, no, Kiffin, come now, on. that's a whole other story, right? And and you, uh,
1: we don't have time for Kiffin. No, we do
0: have time for something. Kiffin, right? You brought it up, Lane Kiffin. Okay. It might be her absolute favorite coach ever. I was I was living in Tennessee when Lane Kiffin got up, and walked out in the middle of the night, left oh, everybody in the dark. Oh, what the horrible. fuck I'm doing, right? Oh, horrible. So <laughs> Lane Kiffin goes back to Tennessee, right? Uh-huh. And we have mustard bottles and golf balls on me. The... I'm surprised they
1: didn't shoot him. It is surprising to me that he did not die that day.
0: I did not because... realize until that moment, right? that Lane Kiffin was as pimpy, preppy, whatever oh, you want to call it, he, he, is is
1: the, douche. he
0: is the most feminine head coach in football um, outside of maybe Avon Park, Florida, that I have I'm, ever seen I'm in my life, you. right? But as college ball is concerned, Lane Kiffin takes it in the ass on a daily basis, right?
1: Well, I, I completely agree to, with the effect that he is very effeminate, <laughs> um, but I, I also know that you know he's getting laid by you know all the all the hoe. Um, he's, he's just he's just such a pompous ass, and he again, if they put him, Harbaugh, Coach K. And, you know, in a room together, the ego would completely overwhelm the entire room like a black hole, and it would suck in all the matter, and there would be nothing left. Right. It there's, itself.
0: There's no oxygen left in that room. None. No, None. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I had to bring up Lane Kiffin, because I know how she feels about the Kiffins. But I like Monty.
1: Monty's a great dude. Money is not the problem. but That's the only reason that
0: Lane got a job is because of his wonderful defensive coordinator father. <laughs> so, um, and last but not least, and we're we're bumping up on the thirty minutes here, but uh, there is a uh, a story behind the story of how you got to be um, as knowledgeable as you are, and I and I and I want to bring this up, and I know it's not a it's not a happy subject for you, but. Uh, um, I, I want to bring it up to my audience. So, um, Nikki's first husband um, had leukemia um, and he passed away at a young age. Um, I never met him, um, from what I understand. Absolutely great guy, one of the best in the world. So, um, in, in, in the interim and all of that, and while she was uh, dealing with all of that, Nikki immersed herself within. The world of sports, not just college sports. You, there is a ton of trivia questions you, you can ask her at any moment. She'll know. Um, I think it's amazing. I think your knowledge is extremely broad and vast. I'm very. I, I respect every bit of that. But um, oh lord, <laughs> her husband was one of the founding um, people of a blog that has to do with Kentucky basketball. Or Kentucky sports I'm not sure which one because I'm sorry I don't listen all the time but uh, um, I will tell you that uh, um, Ron is very well was very and is very well respected throughout the entire University of Kentucky system um, Nikki worked 20 years high-risk labor and uh, OB at University of Kentucky Hospital before getting her nurse practitioner license um, Her son works at University of Kentucky. Her stepson works at University of Kentucky. So um, the allegiance is strong. Um, She may or may not have, and it's up to you to disclose this, may or may not have attended University of Kentucky, but I'm sure it was always a dream, right? She did not. Um, But um, I I will tell you that uh, um, over the years, and it's been three and a half years, um, uh Absolutely respect all of your knowledge. Um, respect everything that you have done in your profession, um, as well as, um, you know, Ron and the kids. I'm not going to call them out by name, but, uh, um, you know, um, you, have, you all have a ton of loyalty, to University of Kentucky. Um, and it, it's amazing the amount of knowledge that you have. This is not the last sports page that you're going to be a part of. Um, I think oh, this is I think this has been a pretty cool uh segment and uh appreciate your insight as I'm sure everybody else does. It's pretty cool to have a girl on here, right? Guys, there's nothing more intimidating than when a girl sits down next to you and starts spouting off a bunch of fucking facts that we ain't got a clue about. Um nineteen seventy four Masters, who won it? <laughs> He was probably like Jack Nicholson But I don't have <laughs> You know uh, that uh, Alright Who won the Who won the Super Bowl In 81
1: In 81 Yep Oh god In 81 Was it the
0: Red flag? I don't know I'm asking you You're the Fucking pro <laughs> In
1: 81
0: I thought <laughs> You're googling it quick Get do that cheater um.
1: <laughs> it was the Raiders It was they played they played Washington oh
0: okay. I'm sorry of course so you. that
1: was why I was trying to remember so that, that's so when Joe that's,
0: that's when Joe Theismann sprained his neck isn't it it might have been like I, I'm pretty
1: the, sure that was the game
0: they, they played they played them
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so you and I have an affection for this particular section of <laughs> not your cable news um, sometimes I lose some followers following the sports page but uh, I had to do this this season and uh, hopefully it drives a few more uh, listeners because I'm tired of li- talking to myself all freaking night every time I do this but uh, um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what what else you got for us
1: oh me
0: Yeah, John, <laughs> well, be- about John Gruden
1: I love me Chucky. Poor little <laughs> Chucky. He can't help it. He got set up by the NFL. They were pissed off at something else that so they just decided that they were gonna make an example of him. Um, I feel bad for him. Um, yeah. I like Mr. Chucky.
0: I, I, I love I love John Gruden and uh, I think his uh there's a thing today And what's his kid's name or whatever the the other Gruden that's in the football world. His name popped up today. Um on some ESPN news but he's back coaching the NFL anyway um, I, got, I, I think John Gruden took a fall for a lot of fucking bullshit going on in the NFL um, I don't watch a lot of NFL is it, anymore is I, it Jay? yes Jay Gruden yep Yeah,
1: I thought
0: it was Jay um, Jay's a good guy you know I was in I was in Florida when uh, John won the uh, Super Bowl with, with the uh, Bucks with yep and uh, yeah, and it was uh, pretty freaking awesome and, uh,
1: well, I mean, I remember back in the day when Tampa could win one game a season. You know, and that was right? on, that was on the, the last game of the season when um, every other NFL team was resting all of their people so that they could go to the playoffs. I mean, that was the only game that they won in like '85. You know, against the I remember, I remember they beat Chicago Bears that year because. The Bears didn't play any starters in that game so that they could rest for the Super Bowl run. Right, so, and, right. and
0: it's yeah. a little bit like Matthew Stafford and the Lions, right? Matthew Stafford goes to a new team, has a successful you know year or two, uh, wins mm-hmm. the Super Bowl with the Rams. Um, but uh, you know, I still believe that uh, um, Gruden inherited a team from Tony Dungy. T- Tony Dungy, um, probably the biggest class act ever in the NFL. Um, Roger Goodell needs to find a new job. They need to find a new director, in my opinion. Um, but. Uh,
1: uh, you know who? He, Tony Dungy would be an incredible. Commissioner?
0: commissioner of the NMO. Yes, yes. I, I agree. He's, and I say, I call.
1: He's class all the way.
0: Yes, yes. I th- and I think there's other personalities that fit just as well into that. But, uh, um, yeah, Tony Dungy. Well, if,
1: they're, if they were looking for, you know. A way to like bridge the hurt and the and the issues that have plagued the NFL. Hiring someone of Tony Dungeon's status, and you know, and the you know just because he's you know African American doesn't mean that that makes it, you know, that's the only reason. But I'm telling you, that would go a long way, and I think in my eyes, and kind of healing all the hurts that the NFL has suffered because he is he is the kind of person that you want leading. You know, men, and you know, looking out for the you know the greater good of the game. Uh, he just is. He's just that
0: good of a person. And, and you know, the crazy thing is, is much like uh, Harbaugh, right? Um, Goodell's ego is not going to let him step away.
1: Oh no, no. he's never going to step away. Never. Uh-uh. <laughs>
0: you know, I mean, it's
1: like a Supreme Court justice. They're not going <laughs> to get him out of there until they can pry the cold, dead money out of his fingertips. I mean.
0: 25. So I, I'm thinking, we call somebody for a dr- you know Columbia drug cartel to take his ass out, and uh, you know <laughs> let's, uh, it's, gonna let's... Take, it's
1: gonna take something like
0: that. He's not going anywhere. I mean, uh, and, and then there's you know we have major league major league baseball the lockout right now. There's no game, no spring training game. So March 5th. I know it's horrible. Um,
1: it was K,
0: this K, is... Coach K or whatever that. Uh, Providing opiates, which is your realm of the world today, yeah. Um, you know, and he has a you know player that ODs in his room, and um, yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot going on in the major le- you know major league baseball world right now. And I, we don't I don't mm-hmm. talk about baseball. I love me I love me some baseball, but uh, um, it's too hard to keep up with 162 games a year so I don't watch a lot of baseball I don't keep up with it from day to day Um, but there's a lot going on MLB right now and uh, as well as the NFL and college uh, basketball football all that there's a lot going on all the way around and it sucks that we have to sit and ignore it Um, Super Bowl one last one last subject and then we're gonna get off here we're at 35 minutes you got about 6 minutes to talk about the Super Bowl well it was a great it was a great
1: Super Bowl it was you know, so competitive. Um, it, you were on the edge of your seats at the final play, which hasn't happened a lot in, you know, recent Super Bowls. Um, it was just, it was just a, a great, it was a great day for people that love the NFL, people who love football in general. Um, and just, you know, there was something for everyone in that game, um, just from, you know, if it was you know looking at the quarterbacks and you know having the guy that's been toiling away at you know in obscurity in Detroit who finally gets a chance for a contending team and then you know and actually wins, if it's looking at the young new hotshot you know quarterback who you know has basically taken a woeful franchise, put it on his back, and you know and brought them to the Super Bowl by sheer will. I mean, that's just. It was just incredible. Just those two storylines, and if you wanted to go on and on and on, you could. But it's just, yeah, it was a great, it was a great game. Um, I was glad to be alive for it. <laughs> so, it, was, it was good.
0: It was probably the best game I've watched in five or six, seven years, right? And uh, and I and I agree. I, I wish the Bengals would have won. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan, um, oh, but yeah. also, you know, being from the NFC North. Um, Vikings fan you know it was good to see Stafford in the game um, very well composed very good quarterback that we never saw out of Detroit right and it wasn't that he sucks it, it, no. it's, it's his offensive line wasn't protecting him you know and the Bengals are in the same situation they have got to protect Burrow or he's going to be done in a couple of years well, um, they will
1: and I think that that's what they're going to work on this season mm-hmm. this offseason Think that's where they're going to concentrate their, you know, um, their drafts and, uh, you know, their trades and everything that they have to do to get better. I think that they're actually going to do it because they look and they're like, you know, we do have a franchise quarterback, a hometown, ta- you know, basically a hometown <laughs> franchise yep.
0: quarterback. Yep. Um,
1: and um, this is going to be something that, you know, this team is young. They're very young and they, they are building you know not just you know for a one-time thing this was a build for the future and i think that you know they they thought they're a lot sooner than anybody expected nobody thought that they were going to make it so, you
0: know. so so i'm going I'm to say one thing after that and you're going to laugh and it's an inside joke y'all so i'm not going to tell you but uh, you'll have to save for your future um <laughs> oh, <dear God. laughs> So, hey, uh, I, I did catch a glimpse of a little PGA today. I don't know if you did too. I, I fell asleep while I was on NBC after watching Kentucky game. But uh, there's a lot of good things going on in the world of sports. Um, Nikki, I appreciate your time. Um, it, it's oh, been awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, it, it's good to get some uh, insight. And, guys, again, there, there's nothing more intimidating than spending 45 minutes with this lady and uh, uh absolutely beautiful and uh absolutely Aww. knowledgeable and uh not to mention she's a little smart and uh, all that good shit too but uh, hey you know what at the end of the day y'all be good to each other out there